0: Welcome to The Johnny Cassell Show. This is your number one resource for dating and lifestyle advice. Okay, episode 18, guys, okay, of the Ask Me Anything series here. You join me here, right here, right in my living room. I brought you straight into my living room where I give you an hour of my time up until an hour of my time to answer any concerning questions you may have, bring you up to date what I've been up to, and um, yeah, just swing for the fences, see see how it goes from now until, until the next hour or so, okay? So if if you have any questions this week, right, drop them in the feed here, and as I do every week, I will do my best to get them answered for you, Okay? As I've said before, there are questions that have been asked uh, throughout today as I've dropped it on the stories, so I will get I'll spend some time going through them. Um an update on my side what I've been what have I been up to, what I've been up to. It's a very busy period at the moment here uh, with myself and the team. We've had people fly, fly in as far as the states We've got a guy that's just started his seven-day program today. He's flown in from Germany. And next week, I've got a guy flying in from Sweden. We've got the mentorship guys that are here that we're working with on a monthly basis. Um, It is very, very busy, very, very busy for myself and my team at the moment, which is fantastic. And we're absolutely blessed here with the weather, which is always a godsend here in the UK when we've got that on your side. Um, What else have I been up to? I was on TV this week, okay, last Wednesday. I I don't know if you saw it, but it was the the W channel. So if you've got the W channel, uh, you might still be able to watch this on catch up. It was episode three of the series called Adultin, right? And that was with Emily Attack. You may be familiar with Emily. Um, She was in the UK... uh, TV show "I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here," and she was also the hot girl on "The Inbetweeners." Um, she was a sweetheart to absolutely to, to to work with. I was helping her with some of her questions she had in regards to dating. That now that now that she's in her thirties, you know, whereas is she going for a midlife cli- crisis? I don't know. I think it's just just a few few questions that need to be, you know answered and and get some clarity on get a second opinion on and one of the questions that she had as my memory's just been jogged because I've I've seen an article in the Daily Mail this week that I was featured in she asked me um you know what is you know what is what is the best way to get back out there in 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 the dating game right and what I recommend is just forget about dating. Forget about dating and focus on becoming more social, right? And once you put yourself into social environments, as you know, you know you guys notice already because you've been tuning in every week, you put yourself in front of opportunities, potential opportunities where, you know, something more meaningful can can progress from. Okay? So remove the pressure if you're a single guy or a single girl. Um, you know just just go back to being social I think that can be a huge step for most people where they just get out of the whole social loop for whatever reason, friends go off and get married or friends move and migrate to different countries or different cities, different towns and you know we, we just need to get back to basics get back to being social and that is where the opportunities will arise, Okay um, a reminder, July 27th is a workshop. If you want to work with me in person, you want to experience what that's like, and you want to see how my coaching can benefit your life, that's July the 27th here in London for my 12-hour workshop, the Impactful Connection workshop. Uh, go to johnnycassell.com forward slash workshops, and you'll get a breakdown of you know, what to expect on that experience uh, it's my signature workshop. It's my induction workshop, so to speak. All of my training is high intensity. It's fully immersive. You know, I really want to expose as many sort of, give you as many sort of uh, scenarios as possible. So when you are back out there in the real real world, you've got so many reasons as to why you can meet and talk to people. You have strategy in your life. You can build, uh, you know, a social roadmap completely from scratch right and it just will change your life you know have a look for yourself go to google see my reviews see the testimonials and see what the guys are experiencing there okay so it's july the 27th if you been thinking about it for some time you know just kick out the excuses and get yourself down there all right okay let's get into the questions sorry to her on but i've got to do my pitch it's my show i can do what i want so let me have a look at the questions that you've been giving me so far. I'm going to pick one. <laughs> Jimmy the Gambles asks, Jimmy the Gamble asks, is day game, hate that word, right? I hate that word. Is approaching women in the day the best way to get dates with women? Let me ask you, let me, let me share this thought with you. I had a client that developed a habit of being able to meet people, complete strangers that he'd never met before and, you know, have a great time with them, having such a great time with them that they would actually um, choose to go on a date right there and then. And from the outside, you might think, wow, great, you know, you were able to do that. It was a bit of a flash move, However, he had a very, very low conversion rate. What I mean by that, he had very a very low percentage of girls that would actually respond to his messages or phone calls afterwards. So I really had to understand why that was. And why that was, because he was basically just... He had the ability to take him from A to B, but he didn't have the ability to build deep rapport with someone, okay? So... You can meet a girl on the street or in a shopping mall, and if it's at both of your convenience, right? Meaning you've got time, you might be able to go for a drink right there, right there and then. That's and that being fantastic. But don't forget, like, you may take the magic out of it. Approaching someone in broad daylight is quite a bold move, right? The romantic gesture is already there. There is no need to milk it, you know, to milk the others off it, so to speak. You've made the impact. Um, Just trust that that was such a bold move that you will get a decent response. You can mess it up, you know, with a needy first text. Or there might be something in the equation that you, you can't control, something you don't know about. She might have got completely caught up in the moment and she actually forgot in that moment that she actually had a situation she was already in. Right? But... The daytime is a fantastic way to meet people and you've got to understand when you watch all these romantic comedies, these Hugh Grant films and all this kind of stuff it's It's the fairy tale yeah you know, we 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 watch the way that people seem to to meet in these films and you know it it just seems such a fairy tale and with that notion with that understanding as ridiculous as the situation may be or seem at the time just understand it's going to contribute to your story the story that she keeps on telling her friends as to how you met right so i conclude that in regards to meeting women in the day you know it's the fairy tale it's the it, it's such a magical moment women do want this they just want it to be done right okay if you're looking for guidance into this unknown space right you want to learn how to do it properly right not in a sleazy way but in a confident manner that makes people feel comfortable around you and want to see you again then come on one of my programs and i'll I'll do exact i'll help you with that you know that's just one of the many many things that we can help you with in this area of your life so it's is it the best way it's one of the best ways it's one of the best ways um but what you should be looking to do is build a, a social life that just makes things effortless for you to meet people, right? All right, thanks for the question, Jimmy. What other questions have we been given? What should I do when she's How should I open to a girl in a way that makes me... Okay, I can't read this whole question. Okay, what does it say? How should I open to a girl in a way that makes my intention of starting a relationship known? Hmm. it's a good question. I think the first thing we need to be clear on... Is that we don't want to scare them off. We don't want to come across too strong, too keen. Yeah? I said this the other week. I said that, you know, most serious relationships started off as a casual one. Right? Most serious relationships started off as a casual one. I don't think there's many people that kind of sit down and go, right, what are you looking for? I'm looking for a serious relationship. Okay, cool. What are you looking for? Yeah, I'm looking for a serious relationship. Cool, let's let's make let's have a serious relationship. Like <laughs> it's um it it's it just doesn't work like that. You you've got to go through phases of attraction and intrigue and and a uh, curiosity needs to um be embedded in, you know, like I think. I think let me just think about this for a second what could you, you could do well, Let me go in a way that makes my intention of starting a relationship known i think you could say this i think a subtle way to do it is is to perhaps mention that you've done a lot of things that you've wanted to do you know like I, you know for me i've gone through my life i've you know i've I fulfilled all my desires, my fantasies, um, you know, and I'm just looking for something a lot more simple now, you know, I think that is a subtle kind of way of putting across that, you know, I'm not going to fuck you about, you know, you've met me at a good time, so to speak. Yeah. Still not to come on too strong, but I think it just kind of shows, I think it, it, it transmits to them, uh, you know, where you're at in your life. Right. I think that's important. And then obviously that she'll reciprocate in, in regards to where she's at in her life. Um, a great little phrase that I give a client once to really kind of choose which category this, this individual is in is this. Are you, are, you looking for, are you looking for security or are you looking for excitement? Where are, you, where, are you, where are you at in your life right now? Are you looking for security or are you looking for excitement? Right. So that's a great, great way to understand, you know, is this individual open for just a consensual good time? Yeah. Or is this person looking for something a bit more? Right. And the great thing about that, the way that this languaged is they don't feel like people don't feel guilty or uh, in regards to how they respond to that. You know, so. I have a little play around with that one. I think it, um, but I think I think we've answered your question pretty well there. I think it's a good question. Got, got took me a while to kind of pinpoint what the answer should be on that, but yeah, I think we got there. All right, Kieran. So thank you for that. What other questions we got here in the bank? Mel mm, mm, mm. notes on life asks: What are the best books on talking to the opposite sex? <laughs> It's a bit of a silly question. You know, I've just just released one. There it is, Elite Seduction. Shameless plug every week, Elite Seduction. Go and get it. It's on Amazon, right? $9.99. You can't go wrong there. Um, Over 10 years of my experience in that book, right? Everything from mindset, conversation, structure, building attraction, understanding love and connection on a much deeper level, and... You know, you're going to take these skills in all, on all facets of your life, right? You're going to learn how to build relationships across the board. Not just, not just with your loved ones, but relationships at work, relationships in, you know, in a scene, when, when building friendships, most importantly, the relationship you have of yourself, right? I said this the other week. I didn't write this book for men, right? I wrote this book for women to have better experiences with men. Granted, the stuff you will learn will make you a better individual. It will ma- make you a better deal for women, right? Fucking buy it. You know, you've seen my prizes. You know how much I fucking charge, right? Go and take 10 pound out of your pocket and put that on your bookshelf and read it. Seriously. Other books about talking um, in regards to talking to the opposite sex. Um, let me turn around. Let me see what I got up there. I'll be honest with you. I, I, something for me. Something for me that, and this might take you a bit by surprise, but one of the books that I recommend is a book that you probably wouldn't find in a self-help section, okay? And that book is called *The Science of Acting*, and that is by an author called Sam Cogan. And if there's any actors watching this, or anyone in the the theatre or film or TV space. I highly recommend for you guys to read this book as well. Um, this this book was an absolute genius breakdown of how and where we come from as individuals. What sort of um, events and influences we've had in our life that have moved us in a certain direction. And this this book was written by a Polish theatre director, and he wrote this book to, for his actors, his, his theatre um, actors, to really understand themselves. Because, they, first of all, they have to understand themselves and where, where they've come from in order for them to jump into the character that they, are, that they need to play on stage. And I'm telling you this book is not just a great read the first time or second. It's one of those where you pick it up for the third time you're still going to get a nugget from it. It's it's going to help you get better at speaking to women because it helps you understand your mind and therefore you're going to turn a lot of the noise down in your head and you're going to turn up as yourself, right? It's also going to help you have deeper conversations with people on such matters, you know, far and far away from the bullshitty surface conversation that most people are having, okay? So I would recommend that. And another thing that's always, that's been on my bookshelf, exists on my bookshelf, are books on about uh, investment, investment. And I'm, you know, people don't know me as someone that is uh, an avid or active investor. I mean, I do dabble in certain things, but um, the reason why I mentioned these books to be of importance because you start to adopt that mindset of being a long-term investor as opposed to a short-term investor right so you move away from being the playboy or you know the stud muffin whatever you want to call yourself you know that might be a, a, a time in your life that you know you 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 claim significance in I think a lot of men go through that including myself I went through that but you need to adopt the long term investors mindset to be ready for a long term relationship right and I just think like reading books like that will really kind of help you internally it's a bit of it's a bit yeah you know, I know that will be a, strike you as a bit of a, a surprise for me to recommend but I hope like, give me, giving you a bit more clarity on as to why it will encourage you to go out and get, get such books Okay. Thanks for the question, buddy. Let me just have a look in here, see who we've We we've got any. Hi, Spicy Brown. Hi, Aramula. Thank you for joining. Hi, uh Hi, Jack. Welcome, man. Great to have you on. Hi, Mayam. Hi, Lucy. Satya, I think so deep. I do think so deep, you know. Um, <laughs> Andres, thank you, man. Well, look, the best, my best material comes from the the best questions, you know, I've got tons of content in my, in my head, you know, I've got over a, over a decade of doing this stuff. So, um, you ask the right questions, you get the best material. Okay. What does this say from Jimmy? Hi, James. Good to have you on. Thanks for chipping in with a question. Do you believe in the excuse of it not being the right time for a woman to be in a relationship, or do you think the majority of time that is just a polite deflection? I like this question. It's a good one. Um, This might be a bit controversial to share and talk about, but I'm not here to please everyone. I'm, I'm I'm here to, to I'm here to spit the truth, okay. What I feel to be true, and what I feel to be true is when when you understand sexual market value, okay. And we haven't discussed this this lady in question's age yet, but I feel that there is a certain time in a female's life where they are getting the most attention and that would probably be for most women um you know mid 20s you know just sort of closing towards like the 30s right that they would say the studies on this that that is the peak of a sexual of a woman's sexual market value right that's the term men they peak a bit later right so, if a woman is in perhaps that period of her life, she may be aware of that right she may be aware of that that might be a period that she wants to explore herself sexually because you know she she is she is at the peak of of the market right and I don't think we should objectify for that i think we're we're in a state in society, in a much better place in society we can can accept that right like I'm all for women like moving towards you know, emancipating themselves. Right? I think it's a beautiful thing. You know, this isn't Saudi Arabia, right? Um, so what I'm trying to say is them, she may have got caught up in a relationship with whoever and realized that she's at a time of her life where she just wants to kind of explore herself and have such experiences because, you know, this serious relationship has may have just come around at, at, uh, too early, for her. It's not to say she doesn't like the relationship. You know, it's probably a great relationship, but it's the timing of it. Right. Um, I've, I've, I've been in situations where that's occurred and that's existed. Yeah. So that, that could be, could be one thing, but it also, there might be something like a bit more close to home that's going on. Right. Maybe that they need a bit of space because for health reasons, there might be something, need a bit of space because, um, there might be some issues in the family. Right. But, I think it's very easy to be get caught up emotionally about someone wanting to remove themselves from a relationship for whatever reason but you shouldn't begrudge someone for that you know you shouldn't begrudge someone for that you shouldn't hold bitterness towards someone remember this person is, was a was your closest counterpart for a long time reflection of you you know so be grateful that you had the experience of that person um and if you're really looking for more clarity you know just just go direct with it. You know, just go, hey, listen, um, look, it's really unfortunate that things turned out the way they turned out between you and I. And just so you know, I'm cool with it now, but so I know moving forward and for my future, could you just help me out by letting me know at what point did you realize it was over for you? Yeah? And that is the most, I mean, that is the most logical And humane way to sort of approach that, and I think it's so great because you get feedback. Yeah, it's a very adult way to handle things. Okay, I hope that's helped you, James. Um, Yeah, I hope I'm. I I think I feel where you're coming from, so that's kind of why I took that direction in answering that question. But if I've kind of missed the point you're trying to make there, just let me know, and um, you know, we'll, we'll we'll revisit that question for you positive vibes people say that girls are so easy nowadays i kind of disagree with this i struggle to get a girl i have to try too much to get one i mean you know with with the with the rise of dating apps and as such you know you could argue that you know meeting someone has become more accessible you know um yeah that 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 exists um but if you're having problems to meet someone it's probably to do with your own marketing, your personal marketing, and also your behaviour, your social behaviour. What does that look like? Yeah, like I, I say to my clients, look. If I if I hear this from them, I go, look. Show me how you spend your time, show me who you who you spend your time with, and show me where you're spending your time, and I'll show you who, the sort of people that you're going to meet right i just did an example with a client i was working with today on our 7 day program and we were just stopping for lunch we stood across the road and we looked across and on one side there was a burger king right and literally right next door there was itsu for for people in a, who are not in the uk it's just like a sushi fast food sort of restaurant and you know it's the best of it's like one of is itsu i can describe is the best of the bad bunch right and I go, look, look through each window. Look through, look through the Burger King right now, right? Look through that. You see the demographic. You look at the people, right? Now look through the Itsu window, right? And I said, I'm going to leave you of one word. Life is about choices, right? Now, if I hadn't told you we're going into Itsu, which door would you like would prefer to walk through? And you go, yeah, Itsu. I go, right, yeah. Like, so what I'm trying to, why I'm raising that is life's all about choices. Life's about where you're spending time, who you're spending your time with and how you're spending it. Right. And, um, that's just an example of how you could spend a lunch break, you know, <laughs> it was, the, the, the exercise wasn't to objectify people. It just, it was just like a point of like, look, we've all got choices. <laughs> You know. So yeah, you gotta analyze what you're what you're doing and how you're marketing and who you're marketing to, right? And what I mean by that is, you know, what are you fucking doing? Right? Or what are you not doing, so to speak. All right. Hi Lincoln, I Akka. Uh hey, all sweetness alive. Great to have you on. Hi Caesar. Uh positive vibes, yeah, we just answered that question. Okay. Jack, would you say drinking a lot and taking drugs overall has a negative impact on game? Um, Yes, I think so. I mean, (laughs) I just watched a great documentary last night, actually, called um, (laughs) Cocaine Cowboys. Fantastic. Great documentary, right? And it was all talking about over the 70s and the 18s of... um, you know the cocaine boom and all the cocaine money over in um, Miami and um you know cocaine is just like I don't get it right I don't get it like for, for for dudes to be I mean it's an epidemic here in London like everyone is on it it's crazy right but I just don't get it like if you go if you're in the path of going out socializing And meeting people and talking to people and you're on that drug, like, your penis is not going to work. Your penis is not going to work, right? So, what's the point? I don't get it. I do not get it, right? It's, and also if if you're using drugs, like, you're getting your dopamine hit from the drugs, you're not getting your dopamine hit from interacting, and having a positive experience with a woman, you know? So it's actually replacing your thirst for that. When you have a positive experience with a woman, you have a positive interaction, you have a joyous connection, you experience a dopamine hit, right? You experience a dopamine hit. And dopamine is obviously linked with addictive behavior, right? So for heaven's sake, like, if you're going to have any sort of addiction, have the addiction being having a joyous experience of someone, right? Making other people feel great, right? Have that be your addiction as opposed to need to, you know, go out and drink copious amounts of alcohol or, you know, fucking... (laughs) shove a load of fucking gear up your nose I mean let the other guys get on with that yeah like they're doing that because they have the insecurity of not being able to talk and meet and meet people right that's their thing right and if you are rolling around with a load of people like that first all, we have to question you know like why you're rolling around with people like that but also, I understand that, you know, it's taken a lot of people out of the game, you know? There's going <laughs> to there be no competition if everyone's all, like, fucked up. So, listen, I just think it's... And, and also, as well, like, you know, a, a serious girl, you know, what sort of impression does that have when you meet someone? You know, if you're all on that stuff. You know, a, ser- a serious girl ain't going to put up with that that sort of behavior. Yeah? So... Just have a think about it. you know, you gotta you got ask yourself some serious questions, you know, if your if your gang's all all about that. All right. Right, thanks for the question. Hi G Hoddy. Hi Johnny, good tuning in again. The football season is fast approaching. Do you feel it's sensible to suggest taking her to a game as a first date? <laughs> I think listen, I think um hey look, I think it'd be great if she's really into the game. If she's into football, you know? if she's not into football it's just a fucking it's just a selfless kind of suggestion you know for yourself to enjoy <laughs> so but it's great if you know that she's into it you know she's mentioned it you know i mean that'd be i've never done it i've never took i've never took a girl on, on a date to um to the football uh, even as a first date but um i think it'd be fun you know, you could always, you could always go like to a, somewhere nice afterwards as well. You know, have a dinner. You could really make a good day of it. Okay. So yeah, if she's into it, cool. Daniel, isn't dating kind of like being social? Me personally, I could call it a way of socializing. Uh, yeah, but what what we're trying to say here is like people put a lot of pressure on needing to date. Right. What I'm trying what I'm trying to, share with people that that are caught up in being or having that pressure in their mind is that it's better to replace that thought with i'm going out to be social i'm going out to go to this social event that birthday party you know these things that you often turn down because you have a moment of laziness right and it always turns out to be that you missed something you don't have to go to every birthday party and etc but if you if you're um you find yourself not in a social place, you need to start. You need to get extroverted. Yeah. It's not it's not to lose your character in any way. You know, lose your self-of- uh, your sense of identity. It's just start start adopting extroverted traits to get yourself in environments where opportunities are. Yeah? Okay. What does Dega say? How how to find friends? I mean people to have fun. Okay, it's a good question. I I tackled this in a video, probably still floating around on my Instagram page, but about last year I posted this, and it's probably on my Facebook fan page as well, and it was under the subject of loneliness, right, because that's what we're discussing here, yeah, and it's this, it's whenever you find yourself feeling or becoming lonely, go back to learning. Go back to learning, learning something new, because think of it like if you go as far back as you know you go back to your first day at school no one knew anyone no one knew anyone but everyone was sat there with the same common purpose that they were there to learn right so you had that common ground right if you have got common ground friendship can develop yeah that's what so so think about it right now if if you're lonely it's probably because you chose to stop le- learning right maybe you could learn a new language maybe you could learn a new sport maybe you could take up a new activity you know when i started boxing again i'd often you know just get chatting to to a couple of the guys in between the the sessions or at the end you know just just sort of chat and maybe exchange phone numbers or you know add them on the instagram and stuff like that it's it's easy it's it's easy you know you just got to make the effort to learn something New or go back to learning something that you was already learning, right? It brings people together. It has that sense of community. Yeah. Don't be afraid. Don't think it's weird to want to stay in touch with each other. You know, as far back as we can trace it, like we've always been told, like it's it's we should stay in touch with people that are similar to us, right? So it just makes sense. It doesn't. It's like what's more weird. I was was explaining this to my client this week. Is who had a fantastic first day today, actually, on his seven-day program. I said, you had a great interaction over there, but you left without the phone number. Why was that? He goes, oh, I don't know. I just didn't didn't go for it. I go, hmm. Do you understand? It's more weird that you didn't go for the phone number than going for it. Yeah, have a think about that. If you've had... Like a grey interaction with someone, you've created common ground, and this is this isn't, this isn't necessarily in the dating sphere. it could just be, as I said, it could be at the sports club or wherever. It just makes sense. It just makes sense to stay in touch, yeah. Okay, hope that answers your question. Cheers for it. Good one. Hi Terry, James. Hey James, Rayo, Jarvis. <laughs> Questions. Is there such thing, Brian asks, is there such thing as too much dating? Yeah, I believe so. I believe so. I mean, you know, maybe you go for a life where your your ego is, is chasing that. You know, you want to prove to yourself or prove to your peers that you are significant in this area and and, and women choose to want to be with you or sleep with you or whatever but realistically yeah if you're going for that stage of your life how many women can you actually see at once yeah when I was when I was going for a stage of my life where I was you know you know just sort of experimenting and you know and as I was doing that I was was always being very open by the way you know in my behavior I was being very Communicating that um, you know I was looking for fun at the time, and etc. And I encourage you guys to do that. And I think you'll be pleasantly surprised and that um, how open women are to this, right? They, they much more respect and appreciate you behaving like that as opposed to leading them on down, you know, the garden path into a complete grey area. That's just messing around with their emotions, right? But on the subject of emotions, <laughs> I mean, isn't, isn't dealing with one person's emotions, like, work enough? Why, why would you want to deal with, like, so many people's emotions, right? Because they kick in at some point. You know, it, it, that's, that's, that's work. That's work, right? I think just when it comes to it, you know, and if you read this in my book, You'll learn, you'll learn what the things are what the qualities are that you need a home into right? and it's completely subjective it's completely individual um, and on your search on your journey you'll identify this in certain individuals and you shortlist the sort of pe- perhaps people that, that could be potential long-term partners and you'll choose to spend your time more so with those people so you know if, you, if you're not used to dating, start, because it is an education, but also you need to be aware of what are the qualities that you're looking for with, within someone for the long term, okay? Because this this life, man, this, this life shoots past past you it, it, so quickly. You know, I, I just come from back from a funeral um, yesterday. You know, a friend of mine, we, you know, we buried his mother, and it's just like, fuck, like, this is... Life just shoots past, man. It's not. It's not stopping for no one, yeah. So if if death isn't enough to encourage you to take action in, in in the things you want, I don't know what is. Yeah, that's one thing that's certain. Yeah, that that should be your motivator, right? If you ever if you ever struggling to get started in anything, just remind yourself we're gonna die soon. Yeah, like we're gonna die soon. <laughs> All right, Kevin, all right, Dan. What other questions have been thrown on the feed here? Let me just scroll down. What do we got? Mm-hmm. Right, Sacha. Really, sex is such an important role in the relationship? Uh, I think so. I believe so. Yeah, get practicing. <laughs> DJ, Kieran, hi, Lydiane hi, Gently App. Thank you for coming on. Dega, what, what do you recommend for me to meet people? Well, I think we just covered that, right? I think, like, you've got to work out. Um, just think, what could be great for your development right now? Yeah? You might find yourself going into sports. I said sports earlier, right? Um, it might be that you learn a new language, right? Take up take up dancing. You know, it's a bit of a cliche, but like, hey, man, if, if, if you want to get out and be social and you want to um, be more comfortable at talking to women, like these dancing clubs are like speed dating on steroids. You know, like <laughs> the way that they work, like you get to interact. Like there's like there'll be like a circle, and everyone gets to like dance and interact with people that they've only just met. Right? It, it's fantastic. And obviously, you could stay. You could have a drink afterwards and get to know the person a little bit more. Um. Great captured environment, really. Um, so yeah, salsa, bachata, anything, any of the above. Um. But yeah, just just think you know think think what could you learn what could you what's important to you right well go and go and try out just a handful of different things, new things, right there's a website called I mean there's many sort of websites now that allow you to explore new paths as such and one of them could be meetup dot com one of them could be funzin, one could be design my night, yeah those three websites you can just start you can start to have a look facebook events by the way is just killer go on to facebook events man like facebook events has really come on over the years it's a fantastic platform that can you know if you get that algorithm working for you in the right way it can put right in front of you the events that you actually want to would be interested in going to and for a while you know the event thing was just kind of something that bothered you Right, just like oh, what's this kind of keep notification thing keep bobbing, uh, popping up, but hey, if if you want to get social, you've got to start taking notice of these things. You know, go there, see how popular the event is. Right, look on the things, see how many people have said they're going. Yeah, see what type of people that are going. Right, then just go, just go. Right. And do as I said, you know, the common thing is there. The, the, common, the common thing there is, is, is the thing that you went to, whether it be a dance event, a music event, you know, you just open people context- with the contextual opener, right? If it's the band, like, you know, it could be easy. Your first time here, right? The opener, as cheesy as that is, the opener is not important. The icebreaker is not important. It's what happens next, right? If you're stuck for the conversation structure, get the book. It's all in there. Get the book, right? And practice it. Practice it on your colleagues. Practice it on your friends. You will make impact with people. You will become more social. Hi, Jason. Julius Caesar. <laughs> Love that handle. Kieran, what am I drinking? N- nothing, nothing weird, mate. Just, just a good old English cuppa. Cup of tea, Keeps, keeps me up at night for these late night broadcasts. Hi, Kangaroo Kid. Hi, Joshua. Welcome back. Timor. Bali Naha. Das Vome. Maybe I hope I said that right. Hi, DJ Frankfurt. Welcome back. Hi, Sarah. Good to have you back. Hi, Blackout. Renato. James. Okay, cool. Uh, Nick Newhart. Can you tell me where to find a girl? I mean, what is the best places? Let's just run with what I just told you. Yeah, let's just let's just run with getting social first. Yeah, let's just start somewhere. Mm-hmm. And when you understand what's important to you re- regarding the qualities within a woman, then you start to build the archetype, right? Okay, okay, where's this woman going to spend her time? What, what sort of places does she go to? You know, what sort of gyms does she go to? You know what sort of grocery stores I mean it sounds as I'm saying, I'm thinking it sounds pretty stalkerish, right, but it's not to be it's not to be it's just to choose your environments, yeah you know? okay hi Lewis, Nick Fazy, what's your opinion on having a girlfriend versus staying single and going out all the time? It depends what stage of your life you're at, you know i mean that's the that's the issue I have you know the issue I have is you know I'm <laughs> a lot of my work involves going out a lot right and um, and that's very challenging for for to, to be in a relationship with someone you know um, so you've got to pick the right person what what do you want the, the question you do ask yourself is what do you want do you want to go out and taste all the flavors you know to really kind of understand what you truly want in a long term companion you know are you ready? Are you ready? You know, are you ready to meet someone? Yeah, that's that's what you are. Are you ready for for what what long term commitment is all about? You know, because it is, you know, it is it's two different lifestyles. It's two different lifestyles, and you got to understand where you what age you are at, what you want the next ten years of your life to look like, right? If you are thinking about creating a family with someone. Then, you know, you got to start, right? You got you got to get put yourself in a relationship. You got to get a few years under your belt. You got to suss each other out. You got to have your your high moments. You got to have your low moments. You got to, you know, because all relationships have them. No relationship's perfect. You got to you got to pressure test the relationship, right? Before you go out and have children and, and other bigger commitments within that relationship. So. It all depends where you're at in your life. Yeah? And it's subjective to each individual. That's a question you need to ask yourself. I think that's the I think you are the only person that knows that question. Okay. All right. Thanks for it day. Hi James. Hi Christian. Hi Lewis. Right, Lewis asks, Hi Johnny Mate, hope you're well. Quick question. What's killing kittens like for first-time couples? Seems awesome, but we don't know what to expect. <laughs> Cheers, Lewis. OK, for, for people that don't know what Killing Kittens is, um, Killing Kittens is the brand owned by my friend um, Emma Sale. And it's an environment that I can only well, look, I'm going to cut to the chase. They're sex parties that Emma, Emma has done a fantastic job. I mean, she's been in the same. She's been, not the same. She's been in business about the same amount of time I have. And um, she organizes the biggest sex parties around the world. Um, the code of conduct is that it's a place to empower women and explore their sexuality in a safe, non-judgmental environment. Women are the ones that do the approaching, not men. It's not creepy. It's not predatorial. To ask, answer your question, Lewis, as a first-time couple, I think not. you don't need to worry about anything. I think you'll have a great time not not get involved in anything. There's no pressure to get involved in anything. Um, I think actually this, I think this, when you explore that world, it can do wonders for couples because naturally the level of communication between each other about what your boundaries are, what you're comfortable and not comfortable with, they have to be on the table. And if you can Create a bond with your partner and have such discussions. You know, what else can you not talk about? You know, I don't think there's anything that you could possibly talk about. I think that world will really actually has the potential to strengthen your relationship. Okay, so it's it's a fantastic time. I I think I think that you would want to go to the Mansion Party on Portland Place. I think they call it the Mansion Party, and. um, I don't know how often they're doing them now. I think they're doing them every, every, they might be doing them every week. But you'll meet some really friendly people there. And again, there's no one going to ever put you into any, you know, pressured scenario. There's always more women than there are men because men can't go, you know, in a group of guys or on their own. It's you, it's women, single women, or it's couples. Okay. So. If you've got the opportunity to go, go. I, I I think it's one hell of an experience at the least. Okay. So good to, good to have you on and watching from from the KK crowd, uh, Lewis. Hope you have a great time. Any questions that you don't feel comfortable asking me here, feel free to shoot a message in my direct messages, and um, you know I happily spend some time with you on there. Hi James. Right, Clifton. Nick, Johnny, new viewer here. Do you think there is a place for relationships while trying to learn game or do you have to be single to get good fast? Do you think there's a place for a relationship while you're trying to learn game? Well, let me share something, share something with you Um, from my personal life. When I was younger and... I made a commitment to myself to want to get better with my understanding of how, how people tick and how to form relationships with people. During that time in my life, I found myself coming into a relationship with someone who I'd met out and I was not, you know, I knew that I needed to meet women and I knew that I need to go out and I need to interact with as many people as possible. I need to put myself in the most unimaginable amount of situ- social situations so I, can, so I can teach people, right, all the way to, to sleeping with them. And um, I was very open about it. Every, every, every person I spoke to, I was very open about, you know, um, the level of seriousness I was at. And I, I met one particular girl who had told me that, and I said, look, it's, I just can't have a monogamous relationship at this point in my life. And you know, I was very open about it, and I found I found to myself, you know her response was all well, we can we can have our own relationship sort of model, and we did. We had our own sort of open relationship model for for some years, you know, and it worked it 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 did work, right it's not it wasn't the conventional relation model that people subscribe to, but at that point in my life it worked. And, um, for three and a half years, you know, this was when I was around sort of 20. And, um, you know, from the outside, you might think, oh, that, wow, that sounds great. You know, you've got the best of both worlds there. And I go, well, you know, it, I, I needed that in, in, in my life at that point. But, but at the same time, like, you know, it, it, you might find yourself losing respect for the partner if they are so passive. Now, did I flu feel like I lost respect because we had that kind of thing going on? Yeah. Look, if you're in a relationship, yeah, you're in it for the ride. All right, you you can't be going out. You know, I I, I was I was a different case. Me, no? I mean, I mean, I chose a path. I chose a career where I had to expose myself to situations to, to to help people, right? And you might think, ah, that's an excuse, mate. It wasn't. As, as, I'm here, aren't I? I'm here. I've I've made sacrifices in my life. I have sacrificed um, my own personal relationships, yeah, to help to help others, right? And you know. You've got the ability. You're in a, you guys are in a position not to hurt people, right? And um, you have to put people through something like that. If you want to get good, don't attach yourself to a relationship. All right. Okay. Got him up against the clock now. I see as manly as the American football players in my high school. Kieran. Okay. Good. Cool. Ex guts because I haven't yet. We've had so many questions here. Um, this gets in the way of getting dates. Right, I guess it goes. Whoa, 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 whoa. God. Just put my book on Amazon. Great. Awesome, man. Hope you're having fun reading it, buddy. Danny. Right. great the answer of drinking and drug use affecting your game was very helpful cocaine is a massive issue for a lot of people oh it's fucking crazy it's insane you know and what happens it really like like people just end up chasing it all right and even if you get like interest on a girl they're just going to be chasing where the next coke bit of coke is guys got 45 seconds remaining but listen i'm i'm um I'm gonna come back on, all right? Because uh, I'm just gonna end this live, but I'm gonna go live again because we had a bit of a technical issue. Okay, so I'm gonna do that now. If I haven't, if I've missed your question, and if you're still on, throw it on the next one, right? So just watch out. I'm gonna go live now. Okay, I'm gonna end it now. All right, guys. See you in a sec. Yeah. So guys, if you if you just if you answered a, if you asked me a question on that live I just did but I didn't get around to answering it um, hi Hank jump jump back on jump throw, throw the question in in this feed again yeah so I can I can answer it i'm gonna, I'm gonna stay on for another um, say 10 15 minutes if if someone didn't get their question answered. yeah I know X guts I was asking about let's ask answer this question how do I make the first move or build tension when I isolate a girl to make the first move? When someone asks me the question of how do you build tension? I think, first of all, let's, let, let's acknowledge this. Nothing can happen outside of tension. And just to give people what, like, some clarity in terms of the terminology this guy's using you know he's saying that like, how do i isolate a girl you know what he means by that is you know how when he's built up when he finds himself in a situation where he wants to share a bit more of an intimate time with a girl because she feels comfortable to do so how can the level of intimacy be leveled up right Or when I slay a to make that first bit right. I think eye contact is very, very important. When you, when you look at someone, you hold eye contact with someone. You know, it shows a certain level of confidence, right? And I always do this. I I'll, I'll look at the camera now, and and um, this is an exercise I do with my clients. But I'm going to look at the camera right now, and I'm going to look at it in two different ways. Right. And hopefully, because I'm looking at it, you will be experiencing what I teach the clients. So, the first way I'm going to look at you like this so th- tell me how, just, just notice how it makes you feel. Right. Right. So, that's the first way. Right. So, so you may have felt that it was a bit uneasy. You felt a bit uncomfortable, right? If I'm looking at you in that certain way. Now I'm going to look, I'm going to look at you in another way. And you're going to tell me how you think about how you feel. Yeah. Right. So, so that, that way is me doubting myself. Right. I'm doubting myself. I'm making you, the viewer, feel uneasy in my presence. Right. Doesn't. Yeah, exactly. It's creepy. It's nervous. Correct. But if I look at you like I'm going to to show you the correct way to perhaps look at someone who makes someone feel more comfortable. Right. And it might be like this. Yeah? So there's three different ways there. There's three different ways. I'm the same person. The environment stays the same. But if we think about what I just did there, all I did was choose to have a different story in my head, right? I chose to have a different story in my head. Therefore, the people that were experiencing my presence had a different feeling and experience of me right have a think about what i just said there and you'll really understand how powerful that is you know a lot of a lot of us we walk around don't we we walk around unconsciously with these negative thoughts in our head these these thoughts of doubt and then when, when we present ourselves to someone and we look at someone you know we maybe come from that place and if you're coming from that sort of place that's not really the presence uh, that someone wants to be in right therefore there can be no tension there can be no tension because that person wants to press eject they want to get the hell out of there right if you want to build tension with someone you got to get comfortable with holding eye contact like i'm looking at you guys now Right. I'm holding eye contact with you. You look at your favorite world speakers, whether it be your Barack Obama or be your Trump or your Hillary Clinton, whoever. Right. Don't have to get into politics here. But what we do acknowledge is these people, these world leaders, these people that are well practiced in public speaking, know how to build tension with their audience. Right. And that's what you need to get good at. You need to get good at communicating. Right Slowing things down, maybe lowering your voice at times to get across a certain point, right, then you get familiar with certain seductive words right and I'm not going to go into all those words right now, but when you do discover them, you know or I do share them on the workshop then it becomes very, very exciting between two individuals, right? You, you develop some very, very advanced flirting strategies, okay? So to answer your question, next Guts, I think you got to get comfortable with holding your eye contact. You've got to get comfortable slowing your voice down to build tension, right? And then it's almost like anything you say seems double the level of seductiveness. It almost seems like anything you say seems of somewhat importance. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so have a play around of it, you know. And if you wire that with like a compliment, for example, like I just have to say You look incredible. You know, that's just gonna, it's just going to pack a punch. You can say whatever, right? But it's the way you say it. You ever heard that before? People often say, don't they? They say, it's not what you say, it's the way you say it. Right? So, have a, so practice that. Right? Right. <laughs> hey, H, how you doing, buddy? What are you doing here? You're supposed to be working. My man. Hi Julius. Oh Nick, Becky. Right. Who else we got on here? Right. Okay, cool. Oh, messed up again. Right, guys. I've I've I think I've answered. Let me just check if there's any more questions I want to get through. Um, no, I think that, that's all the questions that I'm going to answer tonight. Unless you've got, you know, you've got a moment right now, I mean, there's only like a few of you guys on, you know, to just jump, throw, throw the last couple of questions on, all right? I mean, I know we had a few technical issues tonight. My apologies about that. Um, but I have just jumped on to give you guys an extra 15 minutes um, to answer some of your questions. Give some love to Dale there, man. He needs some love right now. He's going through a, a bit of a moment. Uh, Dale's a stylist of my team. Um, beautiful man of a beautiful heart. Um, follow Mr. Dale best. He is the stylist on my team, man. He is, he will deck you out with all the clobber you need, right? From head to toe. Check him out. All right, guys. All right. Well, I'm going to, if we got no more questions, I'm going to wrap up, right? Cause I've still, I mean, it's, it's late here. It's, we're looking, it's five to 12 here, but I've still got stacks of work to do. um, Okay, Nick, you're throwing a question at me. Do you think being in a relationship is bad for game or can one we... I think we just answered that for you, right? On Nick, I don't I don't know if you were aware, but that question you just answer asked. I, I answered that on the, the live before. Okay. Like or was it someone else that answered that question? Or is that a different question? Do you think being in a relationship is bad? Or can you be in one and improve a game at the same time? Okay, you missed it. Yeah, no, I I do spend a bit of time answering that question in the live. Um, It's recorded, so it'll be on there. If you go to check my stories and check live, it'll be on there as a recorded one. Okay, so just flick through where you can find it. All right, guys, look, I'm going to wrap it up. But look, July the 27th here in London. Come and meet myself. Come and work in person with me. You know, let's get to it. Let's stop bullshitting around. Let's stop fucking around, man. Like, life is moving fast. You know, the seasons are just flying by year by year. I, I can't believe how quick, quick the time goes. But if you're in the same position that you have been in for a very, very long time, let's just accelerate that learning curve, right? At the least, I said, book plug, coming your way. Elite Seduction. We've sold a lot of these books now. I'm very happy. i very grateful for everyone that's gone and got themselves a book, this book on Amazon. Um, and the feedback's been great, right? Go out there, get yourself a copy, change your life. All right, guys, take care, and I'll see you guys next time. Thank you. If you enjoyed the content, follow me on Instagram, at London Dating Coach.